Join us today during the Jeep Celebration event. Right now, get 20% below MSRP for an average of $15,178 under MSRP on the purchase of a 2023 Jeep Grand Cherokee Overland 4xe or Summit 4xe. Not compatible with lease offers or with any other consumer incentive offers. 15,178 average based on 20% below average MSRP from all 2023 Grand Cherokee Overland 4xE and Summit 4xE models in dealer stock. Residency restrictions apply. Take retail delivery from dealer stock by 4-1. Jeep is a registered trademark. Hello everybody, welcome to Late Night Football. Welcome to our match reaction show. It's finished Barcelona 2, Manchester United 2. Rarely, very rarely, but some, but sometimes, rarely, you get a game where both managers are disappointed with the result. I think today is one of those games where I think both managers will look back and go, that's not the result that we wanted. Because United being 2-1 up, you would think, right, we've got to see this out. We've got a lead that we can take back to Old Trafford where we can you know, see this game out. Um, and and they couldn't, and they, they let that go, let that lead slip through. Barcelona, having played not so well, probably up to that second goal that United put in, just came back strongly and looked really, really good. And probably should be taking something back, something with them to Old Trafford. They probably should be up three to even four to uh, from this game. So I think it's a game where both teams will feel, and, and you know, and from that consequence, they'll think, why didn't we play like this before we conceded that second goal? Before we you know let United take the lead. So there will be disappointments. I was surprised that Marcus Alonso to just get go back to the start of the game. I was surprised Marcus Alonso started this game because to me, um, it should have been you know you've got you've got a decent centre back bearing where you've got. Um, uh, you're at Christensen, or you, you've got whoever uh, you start. Marcus Lanza has never been known for his defensive prowess, even even when he was a left back, left back. He's known for his attacking prowess, not for his defensive prowess. So it was a surprise selection. He scored a goal, a bit lucky, but he scored the goal. And so maybe I was proved wrong. I don't know. Let me know what you thought of his performance defensively. Offensively, obviously, he got the goal, so maybe his selection was justified. Um, and then I was surprised Alex Baldi didn't start. I, I know why he started Jordi Alba because this is a big game and you want experience, but I mean, Baldi has done well every time he's played, so I see no reason why you don't start him in a game like this it's it's the same thing where um you know Manchester United I mean, they could have probably played Dalo instead of Malasia but he didn't play Malasia because he's played them late in there in these in, in games and that's how you get experience so those are two surprise selections for me um I, you know with United I mean a lot of people like oh Vegas playing number 10 I think he just did that because he knew that Vegas is a nine um and then you put San you know Sancho on the right doesn't work so in his mind it was like I've got to I've got to make a decision whether I play Vegas as a striker and the whole attack sort of suffers a little bit. Or do I play Bruno at, at, on the right? And I play Vegas at number 10. And, you know, maybe that would work. So he went with the other option. It did work for the most part, at least up until uh, the second goal. After that, things just fell apart. And we'll come to that. But, um, yeah, those, those were things that, that, that we noticed. And I, and I do think that it impacted Barcelona a little bit. Because they played Araujo on the right, specifically to counter Rashford, playing off the left wing. And he didn't play off the left wing. So he was going, going after Kunde. And I think that unsettled Kunde a little bit. Because he's not used to playing as a centre-back. He's not played there for a while. Um, so he's coming up in second half against a player that he's not supposed to be coming up against. And so I think that unsettled him a little bit as well. But uh, Sebastian Chavi didn't change that once he saw Rashford through the middle, but uh, maybe there was something more to it. Um, the first goal that United considered very sloppy. It's, you know, it's, it's, a, it's a corner. It's not a very good. It's a good ball in, but it's one that you expect United to deal with. And they just make a mess of it. Fred just loses his marker. Alonso goes in. Um, yeah, maybe he could have done better on his on his near post. I always feel that the near post goalkeepers could do better, but maybe maybe it was well struck. I, I don't know. Um, I think Fred was definitely at fault uh, for that first goal, and uh, it just went in. It was second to run of play, wasn't it? Because United for that were good. They had a couple of very good chances. Vegas had one that he should have put through put in. Um, Rashford had one that he probably could have done better with. Sancho had one that you know just a minute before Sancho had a chance, which he could have scored as well. Uh, that was on his left foot, so I'm a little bit forgiving because. 
it's difficult for players on their weaker foot. But the fact that they consider goal so after, so soon after such a big chance would have been very, very frustrating. And uh, Barcelona taking the lead uh, was a you know it was a little bit against the runner play. It was probably a little bit more than they deserved. But uh, after that, United just said, okay, fine, let let's go up a gear, and they went up a gear. And if you th- if you thought Fred's error was bad for that first goal, I mean, the second's error is really, really poor for that second goal because it's a good pass from Fred into Rashford, but Rashford's got. He's got one little corner to aim at. That's all that he's got. And that's all that Tersegan has to protect from that point. He doesn't. He just lets it come through. You can tell me about the pace of the shot. You can tell me it caught him out. But the fact is that a goalkeeper at that level has got to be making those saves. And that is an error on Tersegan. And, uh, you know, United, it was it was what United said. They had been they had been in the contest. And, um, you know, they got, and you know, it was a goal that they deserved. And Rashford, I mean, the kind of form that he is in right now, um, he's making everything look possible. It's just unbelievable the kind of form that he's in, the kind of run that he's on. He seems to be scoring now. He's scoring every game pretty much now, isn't he? It's, it's a surprise when he doesn't score. But it's one all, and then it becomes 2-1. And again, I think Barcelona just caught... caught. I, I think that goal kind of unsettled them a little bit, kind of caught them out, stunned them a little bit. Because I don't think they were expecting United to be like you know responding that way. Remember, Barcelona go 1-0 up in games and they don't concede. They just see games out. They don't. Um, and uh, they they got stunned here a little bit because they you know somebody scored against them and sometimes that happens when you have that mindset it kind of takes a hit and it did take a hit here and that second goal again Rafinha gets caught out um, you know defensively where but he thinks we're actually going to pass it back Rashford goes past him the balls you know Bruno is just trying to flick it anywhere and it flicks off Kunde and it goes into the back and like I said he was a bit unsettled I think this was the result of that he was just unsure of where he needed to be and it just hit him and it goes in it's unfortunate. But it's part of the game. It happens. And uh, you couldn't say United didn't deserve to be up in that game. They did deserve to be ahead in that game. 2-1. And that, and then, and, and and here's two things. Number one, I think a lot of teams are saying, well, is La Liga shit? Because, you know, Barcelona, they, they beat everyone in La Liga. They had eight points clear. And yet here, United, you know, taking the game to them. I don't think La Liga is shit. I think the problem is the mindset. I think a lot of teams don't go after Barcelona. A lot of teams are like, let's try and stay in the game till the 80th minute, 82nd minute. And then we'll try and attack. And then we'll try and get something. You don't win many games that way. You don't. And and that's what happens. Oftentimes, they go 1-0 down, 2-0 down. And by that time, it's too late. So, that that mindset needs to change. If teams go after Barcelona, as Bayern has shown, as Inter has shown, you can get at Barcelona. But you need to have be brave enough to go after them. And it may not work. It didn't work today. United didn't win the game. They didn't, it didn't work today. But the fact is that you have to go after Barcelona if you want to, to trouble them. If you try and say, we're going to sit back and we're going to try and see it out till the 80th minute and then we'll try and attack, that's not going to work. You know, that, that's, that's too difficult. So, that's where I think the 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 mindset has. That's where I think the La Liga issue stands. Now after that, this is where United's problem is. A lot of people say United are, are United title challengers. They are title challengers. They are title challengers. This is the problem. United's first eleven and probably a couple of players around that. They're pretty good and and they will win you most games. They will. Problem is first 11s, 11s don't play every game. You can't have the same 11 players playing every game every season. You've got to change it. You need to have a squad. What Barcelona have is a squad. They saw something was not working. They bring on Fatih. They bring on, um, you know, Christensen. They change They change it up, right? Uh, they can do that. And they did that. And it completely transformed the game because suddenly Barcelona won the attack. United were tiring. Barcelona had fresher legs. I, I, I do think that playing Gavi as a winger didn't work because, you know, with Van Visaka, you've got some, you need to have somebody who's going to run at him, who's going to, you know, you know go, because you've got Bruno and, and Van Visaka as your wingers, 
if you have Gavi as one of the as one of the wingers, yes, it did work for the most part in the first half. But once Bruno started tracking back, it didn't work so well because Bruno was helping him out. But if you have Fati, you, you know, then you've got a fast player against two players who, you know, one player who's not very fast in Bruno, and you know, it isolates Van Bissaka. That's what they need to do. They need to isolate Van Bissaka, and Gavi wasn't doing that. So as soon as Fati comes on, that happens. It also, you know, on the other side, Rafinha suddenly found some bomb from somewhere. I don't know, but the goal comes from another sloppy pass. I thought four goals were pretty much errors, weren't they? In some ways, all errors. A fourth goal as well. Um, you know, Casemiro. I, I think he's expecting a run forward. It doesn't come. He gives the ball away. The ball comes out. You know, it comes to Rafinha. It's a very good ball in, but again. You know, I, I think Varane is expecting Lewandowski to touch it. Lewandowski just says, I'm not touching it. I'll just let it go through. And it goes through Varane's legs. Um, or maybe he does. Or maybe he, I don't know if it was intentional. I think he just missed it. Uh, but it's quite possible that it was intentional as well. But um, it just goes through Varane's legs. It's, just, it's a very, very bad goal to concede. Um, and it, it just... You know, to me, it turned the game. It made, became 2-2. United suddenly started getting leggy. Uh, there were a couple of other chances Barcelona should have taken. I mean, that chance which hit the post. I don't know what kind of defending was going on over there. Somebody's run. I think it was Varane or Casimir. I know, was trying to shepherd it out of play or trying to do something. It hits the post, comes out. Um, there were a couple of other chances. De Gea pulled off a good save as well. I think from Fatih as well. It's just opportunity after opportunity. I think Barcelona, as I said, the last 20 minutes, they'll be disappointed that they didn't score one or maybe even two more goals. Um, United will probably say, yeah, we got out of it. And that's the thing. You can't play the same 11. He couldn't make any substitutions because there was nobody on the bench. There was no midfield option on the bench to bring on. The only option that he had was he could bring on Garnacho. That was the only thing that he could do. Other than that, you're bringing on Maguire, you're bringing on Lindelof, you're bringing those kind of players on. You're not going to be able to win much. Um, you know, with, with that, you know, you can't play those kind of players when you're trying to win a game. Um, yeah, maybe if they were two one up, you might have brought them on to hold the game, but even then, that would have been risky. So, so that's the problem for United season. I think we see, we see why Barcelona are ahead um, in in the league because they are a very good team, but they also helped by the opposition in how they play, and we see why United are where they are and not where people think that they should be because. The fact is that they have a lot of fight. There's a lot of fight in that team. That is something that that, that, that needs to be mentioned. There's a lot of fight in that team. There's a lot of, um, you, you know, now, there's a lot of togetherness in that team. But that doesn't win you games automatically. You need skill as well. You need players on who can come in and who can make a difference. And I don't have that at the moment. When they lose, when they lose three or four key players, as they have lost today, uh, as they had didn't have available today, they just don't look the same team. So. That's what it is. But uh, I mean, it's a result. Like I said, this result, both teams were disappointed with. But at the same time, I think the, the good thing from both sides' perspective is that this game is still in the balance. It's not done yet. Um, it's not like, you know, one team is out of it. It's not. It's still much in the balance. And, you know, that's something you, you take as a positive result to say, right, you know, we may not have won the game, but at least we haven't lost it yet. So we still got time to come back. So let's see what happens in the second leg. A few key players for United will return and that would be something good. Uh, from United's perspective, they'll hope that Pedri doesn't play the second leg. Uh, from Barcelona's perspective, of course, they'll hope that, uh, that Pedri does recover in time. I don't think it was that serious. So I think he should be back. Um, and just a minute, Nigel, he might be back for that game. May not play the game on the weekend, but I think he'll be back um, for that one. So but we'll keep an eye on that one for sure. Let me know your thoughts on the game. Of course, what do you think? It was a fantastic game, by the way. Kutch got to say it was a fantastic game to watch. So as, as, you know, just a spectacle. It was brilliant. You know, you don't see such games often. This is what it is all about you know you don't want to see united against barcelona every year because when you see them once every three four years it makes it that much of a bigger occasion it makes it that much of a spectacle um and and you know you, you get to see these kind of games in these kind of competitions so i enjoyed it i hope you did too let me know what you thought of it of course smash like if you enjoyed this video do subscribe to our channel on youtube follow us on facebook twitter instagram we appreciate your support uh we'll be doing a few more videos today so do uh, subscribe so you get notified thank you so much for watching see you again soon bye bye waiting on a tax return hopefully it ends up in your hands 
Fraudulent tax returns due to identity theft increased by 30% in 2023. If you're in a bind this tax season, LifeLock can help. Our U.S.-based restoration specialists are experts dedicated to helping solve your identity theft issues. And all LifeLock plans are backed by the Million Dollar Protection Package. So we'll reimburse you up to the limits of your plan if you lose money due to identity theft. Help protect your information this tax season with LifeLock. Save up to 25% your first year at LifeLock.com slash aware.